Good evening, and welcome to our podcast, 50, written June 20th, 2021. The title of our podcast today is God's Heaven on Earth, and it will be literally just that, ladies and gentlemen, heaven on earth, when Satan and sin is gone for good. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We get to see it with our own eyes. Imagine this. We're inside the city, New Jerusalem, alleviated above this charred earth surface. As he clear and cleans up all this burnt earth and ashes, then we see him take care of making a new earth and like heaven. Imagine no more two-thirds of the earth surface covered with water anymore. No more seas and oceans. That gives us more land to inhabit. We'll inhabit and uh, enjoy. Let me read it. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no more sea. Revelation 21. 1. Think about that. That gives us a lot more land to inhabit. We'll have a country home and a city home in New Jerusalem. People will have a right to the tree of life. They won't be forbidden to partake of the fruit as with Adam and Eve when they sin in the Garden of Eden. Nature shall be at peace. It says in Isaiah 65, 25, the wolf and the lamb shall feed together and the lion shall eat straw like the bullock and thus shall be the serpent's meat. Remember, it was the serpent that allowed Satan to use him to cause Eve to disobey God. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountains, saith the Lord. Nature will be at peace with man. Also, it says in Isaiah 11, 6 through 9, the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb and the leopard shall lie down with the kid and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them and the cow and the bear shall feed their young ones they shall lie down together and the lion shall eat straw like the ox and the suckling child shall play on the whole of the apse, and the winged child shall put his hand on the cockatrice's dead. Then shall not they shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. No more night, and the gates of the city shall not be shut at all by day for there shall be no more night there. 
Revelation 21, 25. And there shall be no more night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Revelation 25, I'm sorry, Revelation 22, 5. So as discussed in our previous podcast, Jesus Christ, with all the holy angels, he brought down the beautiful holy city that he promised he would go and prepare a place for us, a city he built for those who loved him, trusted and believed in him. Let's pick up the story where he says, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. John 14, 2 and 3. I go to prepare a place for you, and I will come again and receive you unto myself. That was his promise. Jesus makes it clear to his disciples and us who believe on him today that he is going to come back and not only is he going to come back, but he's going to bring with him a new city and a new home for us who accept him and believe in him. That new home called New Jerusalem will accompany him as God's heaven on earth. With Almighty God dwelling on earth in the New Jerusalem, it will truly be heaven on earth. There will be no more death and destruction, nor horrible diseases to plague man. Man won't study war anymore, but we will pursue and have forever world peace that we're long for on earth. Here, the proclamation of the new city from God's word. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, come down from God out of heaven as prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. That's got to be beautiful. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. Wow. For the former things are passed away. Revelation 21, 2-4. Then we can truly embrace the words of scripture that states Emmanuel, meaning God is with us because he will not only be here in spirit, but physically in Jesus Christ for all eternity. Matthew 1, 23 paraphrase. Unlike man's heaven on earth, where we race for riches, try to make our own heaven on earth, and those of us who are poor, we strive to be like the rich. God's heaven on earth, we all will be rich. We won't seek riches or material things like that, 
like that of the world, our heavenly mansion on earth will prove us very wealthy. But because our love and our adoration will be to our God, so we have wealth and we won't lust after it. And it won't reside in our hearts that we got to have more, more, more. Remember, in our podcast titled Man's Heaven on Earth, I describe how men would seek peace, love, family, and material things. I went into class poor, middle class, upper middle class, and the rich. But specifically here, I want to mention again the upper blue collar, upper middle class, whatever you want to call them, and the rich how they would have two cars, they would have a home, they would have stock, they would have all they had need of. But how some was worshiping material things themselves rather than God. In God's heaven on earth, we have the same desire for family friends, loved ones, peace, joy, happiness. But the good thing is any and all social needs come with God's kingdom on earth. Man and nature will be at peace. Man and the animal kingdom will be at peace also. Let me tell you, our God is very attentive to our needs. It says in scripture that before we call him, he will answer. And while we are yet speaking, he will hear us. That same attentiveness is going to follow us throughout eternity to have a loving, gracious God who cares about his people. Let me read it from scripture for you. He says, And they shall build houses and inhabit them. And they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit of them. They shall not build and another inhabit. You know, like on earth when you plant something, somebody's out in your garden digging your stuff and giving you and ain't giving you your permission to do so. <laughs> That's wrong. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people, and mine elect long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain. In other words, you won't plant a seed and you won't get a harvest. When you plant a seed, you're always going to get a harvest when you're in the new earth. Nor bring forth for trouble, but they are the seed of the blessing of the Lord and their offspring with them. And it shall come to pass that before they call, here it is, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will here. He promises us that. What a peaceful environment we will have in in, on the new earth. And then, to top it all off, we don't have no need for precious metals, jewelry, and expensive furniture. Our house in the city is going to be decked out that he's already built for us. Allow me to read it. And he carried me away in the spirit to the great and high mountain and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, 
descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal, and had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates at the gate, twelve gates at the gate, twelve angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. On the east, three gates. On the north, three gates. On the south, three gates. On the west, three gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations. And in them are names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And he that talked with me had a golden reed to measure the city. And the gates thereof, and the wall thereof, and the city that lies four square, and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. That's 1,500 miles long, people. 1,500 miles and 1,500 miles high, wide, and tall. And he measured the wall thereof in hundred and forty and four cubits. The wall's two hundred and sixteen feet tall. That's a wall right there. Wow. According to the measure of a man, that is of the angel. Let me do a quick sidebar here. I realize we won't have sin and all the commotions that go on now. I wonder why the wall is going to be so high. But God must have saw that we like walls down here. Y'all building fences and trying to keep people out. And so the Lord said, well, I give him the feel of fence. But yeah, 216 feet tall. Wow. Continue. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper. And the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. Wow. And the foundation of the wall of the city were garnished with a manner of precious stone. All manner of precious stone, sorry. The first foundation was Jasper, the second sapphire, the third Caledonsi, the fourth an emerald, the fifth a sardonyx, the sixth a sardis, the seventh a chrysolite, and the eighth beryl, and the ninth topaz, and the tenth chrysophorus, that's a word that's hard for me to pronounce, but chrysophorus, the eleventh jensen, and the twelfth amethyst. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Wow. Every every several gate was a one of one pearl. Now see, these pearls, I don't think he took from oysters. I think he just created this because he knows what make up the properties of a pearl. You know what I'm saying? saying? But it's going to be beautiful. And the street of the city was pure gold, as it were transparent glass. Revelation 21, 10 through 21. What a day of rejoicing that will be when we all get to heaven. That song is going to be well sung, I think, when we get there. And what a city. Ladies and gentlemen, meet me there. We'll sing all types of songs together. Now get your life right today so we can meet and be with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 
Amen. Amen. This concludes our podcast. Let us pray. Dear Lord God, please bless the hearer of these podcasts. Those spoken by me, your servant, let your Holy Spirit touch their hearts and inspire them to repent and give their lives to you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you or someone you know have need of further prayer, contact us at heavensprayerlink.com. We'd love to pray with you. God bless you.